so this is Luna Lake. I'm doing this for my friends and for the entire earth. I am recounting my narrative of my arrests and subsequent charges uh, that I have to face in court on January 7th at 9 a.m. This is for my duty council and for everybody who wants to know. I um, left uh, my homestead in late October to spend a night at the Riverside Hotel with my friend uh, Heather Duncan, who offered me a bedroom for the night, which I took, and we had a good time. The next day, my husband calls me and asks me to pick up a car at the Nanaimo airport that he had rented to a woman from Egypt. And uh, at night, when I got to that car park at the airport, there was not any car of my description, and I became very angry. And um, it later turned out that there was a misunderstanding, but at the time I was angry, and I was not going to return to my homestead at Black Creek at that time, because... I did not want to spend time with my husband at the time. So I rented a place at the Riverside Resort in Qualicum Beach to be near my friend Grigory Zabitniev, who lives with his mother at Balsam Street. Um, I spent, I, I decided because there was another volatile situation going on with the two new tenants that I have at my homestead in Black Creek that I didn't want to face. So me and my husband decided that I will spend a month at the Riverside Resort to see if things will settle down at my homestead with the tenants. And so we spent uh, a damage deposit of $900 plus $1,800 rent for the month for the Riverside Hotel townhouse for which on the November 1st I was evicted for no specific reasons. It was said that there had been complaints and that's why I was evicted. There was no specific complaints given. I resent that. And I called the RCMP because I thought that you cannot evict people during the times of COVID. And I needed this refuge away from my home so that I wouldn't have to confront and conflict with my tenants, whom I was averse to. So I was uh, evicted. But before I was evicted, I had to spend the night at the RCMP detail in Oceanside for which I was accosted by Constable Josephson, who brutal brutalized me, like George Floyd was brutalized, and I filed a public complaint against her because she brutalized me and wounded me. And it was in front of all the cameras, so it is a given detail. And my public complaint stood until I withdrew it because I was feeling sorry for her because I didn't want to ruin her career and her children not to be able to go to university, which uh, Constable Foreman, uh, Corporal Foreman can attest to because he was aware of en the entire proceedings and he came uh, to the Tim Hortons in Courtney to 
have me sign the papers to withdraw my complaint against Constable Josephson. So I was a victim of police brutality at this time. I drove home and on November 3rd I was uh, speaking to my tenant and um, we had uh, played with clothes because she had told me that my clothes are worthless and that I was ugly inside and out. And she told me to wear a certain dress, which I wore, but she didn't like the way I wore it because I pulled it over my breasts rather than wearing it as a skirt. So it was to me a dress and to her a skirt, and she said that her daughter would do that when she was 12 years old. And I said, your daughter is fat now in her 30s, and she can't wear that anymore. I'm not fat, and I can wear skirts like dresses, and I frequently do. And she took this as a huge offense and pushed me out of her door. I wasn't even able to collect my shoes, which she later cut up and threw at me. I had my cell phone in her apartment. Uh, she was charging it. It was upstairs, and I wasn't able to get that. She threw me out. I had to go barefoot to my own house and was not necessarily finding this uh, too much of a problem. I went about my business and I heard a knock on the door 30 minutes later and my tenant is handing me my cell phone in three pieces because she drove over it with her truck and she said awful things and I told her to leave and she looked as if she was going to leave. She turned around and I proceeded to walk up my staircase because I thought she was going to leave. Then she immediately turns and pulls my arm down uh, off the staircase. She pulls me off the staircase. My head lands on the tiles. I have a concussion. My rib breaks on the stairs. And she finds this funny and leaves. And uh, uh, I go to the emergency room at the hospital to have my wounds assessed from the assault. I decide not to press charges because I feel sorry for her because she is, uh, she's got a million dollar nose and she was a prostitute and now she has sought off an idea of getting her life back together. But that doesn't seem to be happening. Anyway, that's not important. But the fact of the matter is that I was at the emergency room and the security guards came to me and they told me that I am not allowed there. I'm not allowed in the emergency room to have my wounds assessed after my tenant assaults me. They said, they said to me when I asked for some eyes for my bruise on my eye that I need to go to the Thrifty's convenience store across the road and please don't come back to the emergency room and that's where I can get my eyes. So I go down the road back to the RCMP to help to have the RCMP help me to get into the emergency room to have my wounds assessed. Instead, the RCMP arrest me overnight only to release me in the morning with no charges. And I go back to my homestead. I realize that it's impossible to live there with that tenant that is now denying that she did the assault. And my boyfriend husband believes her, for which I resent that. So I am going back to Parksville to a different hotel to stay for a month. And then when I return, my tenant assaults me again with a stick for which my husband has to pull her away from me. 
I take my car and I am so angry. I drive it judiciously into the door of my home and into a sculpture that happens to be in front of my tenant's house but doesn't have anything to do with my tenant's house. And I get arrested and my charges are thrown at me. And I was driving away from the homestead at the time that the RCMP arrived and I voluntarily turned around because I wanted to talk to the officers. Instead of talking to me and taking my statement, they throw me on the ground and arrest me with tight, tight handcuffs as usual. So I get bruises as always. And it's always public mischief, public mischief, public mischief. I destroyed a part of my own home that I own with my husband. And there is no real law against destroying part of your own home. And all the charges need to be dismissed. And now my tenant isn't paying any rent and she hasn't paid rent for months. And she seems to think that she can stay there. At the same time, the regional district is saying that this uh, habitat has not been um, registered with them. So they have to do an inspection for which everybody has to leave. I have another tenant there. I am trying to provide affordable housing for people that are in dire straits. And this is the thanks I get. It's called no good deed goes unpunished. I have more to say, but this is enough right now. And I am going to sign off. Perk out.